I'm Denise Wallach-Peterson, founder of the Menopause Project and creator of the Use Your Cycle Method. I've been a personal trainer for the last two decades to hundreds of women, helping them through hormonal disruption, perimenopause, and menopause, coming out on the other side, celebrating their strength, their health, and their wisdom. Because menopause doesn't have to suck. In Meno Minis, we'll be discussing everything from sleep, sex, and weight loss to how to support and use your hormonal cycle to live a more vibrant life in the flow, even post-menopause. Welcome to today's Meno Mini. Hey, how are you today? Today, macros, calories, ingredients. Fun, not fun topic today. When I first started working with clients, I used to jump in right away with how many grams of this and of that. But over the years, I have realized that we all have different ideas when we hear protein or carbs. And honestly, I've been doing this so long, I sometimes forget to start at the very beginning. So guess what we are doing today? Yep, the beginning. First, what foods are fats, carbs, and proteins? Well, that can be kind of tricky. We know chicken is a protein, coconut oil is a fat, and pasta is a carb. And fruits and veggies are also carbs. Nuts are fats. And then there is a whole lot of gray areas. You see, as a society, we have broadly labeled many foods as falling into one category or the other and then gone and labeled some of them good and bad. But in actuality, most foods have a couple of different macros. Macros are protein, carbs, or fats in them. For example, eight ounces of peas has zero grams of fat, 30 grams of carbs, and 13 grams of protein. So it's a carby protein? Eight ounces of green beans has zero grams of fat, 13 grams of carbs, and two and a half grams of protein. Most likely closer to a carb, right? And then rice, zero grams of fat, but 35 grams of carbs and three grams of protein. No doubt it's a carb, right? Then let's talk about nuts. A half a cup of almonds has seven grams of fat, three grams of carbs, and three grams of protein. Well, a half a cup of cashews has 24 grams of fat, that's 24 compared to seven, 16 grams of carbs, hmm, that's a lot more than the almonds at three, and 10 grams of protein, same half cup. Then we've got steak. There's all kinds of different steaks. This was a T-bone, I just went to my fitness pal. 23 grams of fat, 35 grams of protein. It's a protein, but it's a fatty protein. Then we have salmon, two and a half grams of fat to 19 grams of protein. Way more protein, way less fat. And chicken, two grams of fat, 22 grams of protein. Again, lots of protein, just a little bit of fat. So first lesson of the day is that foods are usually a mix of macros. Rarely do they only contain just fats, just proteins, or just carbs. 
Next, let's go to the cupboard and pull out a couple of boxes or jars of food, something with a few different ingredients in it, right? If you're not at home, check this out later, okay? First, what I want you to notice is that at the top or to the left is the nutrition facts. Here we find what the serving size is, calories, total fat, total carbs, total protein. And then underneath, or maybe to the right of it, we have the ingredient list. Now, I pulled out a box of crackers earlier. Most people are going to call these bad carbs, but let's examine. What are the first five ingredients? For these crackers, it was flour, vegetable oil, sugar, salt, and high fructose corn syrup. Hmm. Three grams of fat, nine grams of carbs, and less than a gram of protein. Indeed, I would not recommend these for someone trying to lose weight or balance their hormones. But not because it's mostly a carb. Because sugar is listed in the top five ingredients. You see, the ingredient list <clears throat> is printed with the largest by volume ingredient first. So generally, we don't want a food that has sugar or one of its alternatives like honey, brown rice syrup, organic brown rice syrup, um, stevia. We don't want one of those listed that close to the top. Number five, right? Also, flour, vegetable oil, and high fructose corn syrup are very inflammatory foods and this is terrible for hormone balancing, but a topic for another day. Next, I looked at my protein powder. Now my brand of choice is Vega. Let's start at the ingredient list. Protein powder, pea protein, pea starch, natural flavors, spinach powder, and brown rice protein. Good, no sugar. Next, the macros. Two grams of fat, five grams of carb, and 20 grams of protein. Mostly protein, no sugar in the top five. This is a good mix. But I really want you to look at your protein powder now, right? Sometimes you'll find sugar, brown rice syrup, organic brown rice syrup, that organic thing used to always throw me off. Honey, that kind of thing in the top five ingredients. Sometimes there's way more carbs than protein. And this would not necessarily be a great protein powder for you depending on your goals. But I want you to know if there's more carbs than protein, it's probably carbier, right? And less protein. Eh, anyway, look at yours. What's the protein? What's the carbs, right? Often though, what happens is we see protein powder on the front or high in protein and we don't take into account the protein to carb ratio. So lesson two, it's more important to look at the ingredient list first than the nutrition facts. And then lesson three, my recommendation is no sugar in the top five ingredients. If you are eating a food for the protein, be sure to check the protein to carbs and protein to fat ratio because high in protein doesn't always mean highest in protein. Case in point, my high protein pancake mix looks like this. Flour, oats, wheat protein isolate, corn flour, and sugar. The fats are two and a half grams. Protein is 14 grams, but the carbs is 37 grams. First off, sugar was in the top five ingredients, but secondly, 37 grams of carbs. 
to 14 grams of protein. This is a carb. I mean, it's higher in protein than Bisquick, but it's still a carb. It's not heavy in protein, right? I mean, there's protein, but it's not mostly protein. So what about an apple? I'm checking the list in my fitness pal, so estimations, right? Fat is 0.3, protein is 0.5, carbs is 25 grams, and sugars is 19 grams. Does that mean an apple is a no? Absolutely not. Sugar is not an ingredient that was in the nutrition facts. It's just listed as nutrition information. So we know that apple is going to be quick energy, but we also know lots of nutrients. That means vitamins, minerals, fibers. All of that stuff is listed in MyFitnessPal too, okay? Now this is definitely different than an apple fritter. An apple fritter has 18 grams of fat, 58 grams of carbs, and 5 grams of protein. And sugar is number two on the ingredient list. Right? Apples and apple fritters are different. Lesson four. Calories. In short, I don't care. But the long answer is... I am more interested in what's going on with how the food is affecting your hormones. For example, the apple fritter leads to a sugar rush, which equals an increased insulin spike, which equals fat storage. Not what I'm looking for. Steak. Protein and fat leads to building and maintaining muscle with no insulin spike, but calories. And... Let's talk about the pesky calories. Where did 1,200 calories per day come from? I don't know, but a grown-ass woman needs more than 1,200 calories per day to survive because the body is adaptable. And if you keep your calories too low for too long, your metabolism slows because your body starts cannibalizing on your muscles. In past podcasts, you've heard me say, Muscles equal metabolism. If you lose muscle, your metabolism goes down. And this is bad. This being said, 3,500 calories per day is probably too much. In some ways, your body is a calculator and food that's not used, whether it's a protein, a carb, or a fat, or sugar, whatever, it's going to be stored. Next lesson. So what should a peri and menopausal woman look for then? Protein, carbs, fat, fiber, and sugar. Science tells us a minimum of 100 grams of protein for the peri woman and 125 grams of, per- of protein postmenopausal. And if you have more than 125 pounds of lean mass, also known as muscle, that's one gram of protein per pound. So if you have 150 pounds of lean mass, that's 150 grams of protein minimum, okay? Carbs, I recommend you match the carbs to the protein. So if you're getting 150 grams of protein, that means 150 grams of carbs. Side note for you calorie counters. One gram of protein or one gram of carbs is equal to four calories. One gram of fat is equal to nine calories, 
and one gram of alcohol is equal to seven calories. So 150 grams of protein is equal to 600 calories. 150 grams of carbs is equal to 600 calories. And fat, I'd like you to look for 60 to 90 grams a day. That's 540 to 810 calories, giving you a total of 1,800 to 2,000 calories a day. But that's not quite the whole story. If you just measure calories, what you might find is that three apple fritters is equal to 1,200 calories or 174 grams of carbs. But you're likely still going to be hungry because three apple fritters is 54 grams of fat, 174 grams of carbs, and 15, one five, 15 grams of protein. Nowhere near enough protein, and all that sugar is going to spike your insulin, which leads to fat storage and energy crashes after every meal. And let's not forget about the cravings that leads to. But that's not balancing for fats or carbs or factoring in fiber, vitamins, or minerals. If you want to measure, I want you to get 100 to 125 grams of protein minimum, minimum, no less than that. Likely you're going to need more. Match your grams of carbs to your protein. So again, 100 to 125 minimum and 60 to 90 grams of fat. That's for brain function and hormone balance, right? Need more numbers? Shoot for more than 50 grams of fiber a day and less than 50 grams of sugar a day. When I work with my Use Your Cycle Method clients, we only count macros for a short time, just long enough to be able to eyeball what 20 to 30 grams of protein serving looks like, okay? The focus is protein first at every meal, 20 to 30 grams that we can now eyeball. Veggies at every single meal in order to increase your fiber and keep your sugar low and keep you satisfied, full, once you get these in, you can, if you still have room, you can add in the apple fritter. But likely you'll only eat half and be very satisfied. Okay, breathe. That was a ton of math. Zoom out, big picture. Eat your proteins, nuts are fat. Fatty proteins, but fat. Eat your vegetables for the fiber, the vitamins, and the minerals. Eat some fat, but not all the fat. 1,200 calories is likely not enough, but 3,500 calories is probably too much. If you're confused and overwhelmed, but not ready to go all in on the use your cycle method, I do three 30-minute coaching calls to help you get a hold of all of the numbers and get you started. Send me a message if you want more information. Um, my contact info is in the notes section. Until next time. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thanks for listening. It would mean a ton to me if you left a review or passed this podcast on to your best gal pals. And hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you have any questions, be sure you join the Menopause Project on Facebook. Until next time.